Yo, welcome to Journey to Truth Podcast. Tonight we have on Edwin Spina. He's an award-winning author, speaker, and a mystic, which we'll let you tell us about here in just a minute. Uh, he's the author of Mystic Warrior and Mystic Secrets Revealed and developer of uh, energy-centered clearing and higher self-integration. And most of all, he specializes in connecting people that are higher selves, basically leading them in to the path of happiness and joy. Um, and we're going to let Ed take over from here and tell us a little, bit, a little bit about that and what exactly a mystic is and what you do, how you got into all of it. Okay. Uh, well, mysticism is a spiritual discipline aimed at direct communion with the ultimate reality or God. So it's, it's not merely an intellectual exercise, but it's an experiential thing where you actually feel and connect with these kind of higher powers. And uh, mystics perform different exercises to help, you know, meditation being the primary one to help connect with that. And one aspect that I do is I do a lot of energy clearing. So I help other people get rid of all the junk that's uh, preventing them from connecting with higher aspects of themselves and ultimately the, the highest reality. So uh, that's what I do. That's my primary occupation. Now I'm an energy healer and I, I help people connect with their higher selves. Okay. And so how did you, how did you develop, how did you uh, learn that you had this ability? How did you develop? Right. What you okay. Did? Well, I didn't, I wasn't born with this ability or that. I didn't know I had any of these abilities. I was a, a, a kid that was very good in science and math. I went to college. I was a scientist. I, I, I was a studied mathematics. I went to work for a computer company. I did decided I didn't like that. I went, got a business degree at the university of Chicago an MBA I worked in the venture capital business. I decided that wasn't fast paced enough. I needed to be an entrepreneur. And uh, so I became an entrepreneur and had all sorts of problems. And then someone said, go see this, this woman, you know, she may be able to help you. So I go to see her and it was as if I met someone that I knew, even though I had never seen her before. She took me under her wing. She, she could read me very clearly. She was an advanced mystic and basically told me things about myself that I barely knew. My parents wouldn't know, no one would know, but she knew. And so I was, of course, fascinated. And in a few short months, most of my contact with her was telepathic. I would sit on a couch or a recliner. I'd envision her. Sometimes I would feel a tingling in my third eye on the forehead here. And so I would sit on a couch and communicate with her as clearly as we're talking right now. That would be my connection with her. And I would ask her questions. And she'd go, okay, do you, do you need to call me on the phone or anything? Nope, you answered all my questions. I got it. Okay, you know, contact me again tomorrow. So that was that was something that my scientific mind didn't have any idea was was even possible. But you know, very well, you know, it's the way the world operates. At the very highest levels, people are, have have these abilities, and/or they have sometimes some technology uh, tools that help them to to do this kind of stuff. So you so you actually have experience in true telepathy. So I, I've I've only heard I've, I've so it's it's just as clear as day it's it's as loud as as loud as I'm sounding right now. Well, it varies with the person you're connecting with. You know, one of the reasons I think more people don't experience this is because most people don't even know what they're thinking. It's uh, I mean, if 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 you ask them, you know, what what's why are you upset? What do you mean I'm not upset? Why what? Yeah, your your whole mood changed. Uh, no, no, I'm I'm fine. They don't even know what they're thinking. But if that's the 
the unexamined life is not worth living if they recognize, wait a second, I don't feel good. What was I just thinking? Oh, I was thinking about my you know, ex-girlfriend when she broke up with me or whatever happened. And then, okay, now you can narrow it down and now you know what this, the situation is. So most people just aren't aware of what their thoughts are. But it's also like, a, like in tennis. If you play with someone who's a real great pro, if you can make you look great. You can hit the ball and it, everything's easy. But if you play with someone who's smacking the ball over the court and it doesn't go anywhere near the court, everyone's going to look disjointed and, and, and not professional. So sure. if you, I got to talk with someone who's a real master, and that's you know, opened me up to that. But those are the same kind of skills that you need in order to clear someone out energetically. You got to be able to tune in. I would basically, when I'm doing my work, I just put my earbuds in, close my eyes, get back in a, in a recliner, and I go through the person's all their energy bodies and systematically go through everything. And that's the same kind of muscle to be able to tune in and feel what they're feeling. Uh, and sometimes, you know, I hear the voices. They have children. I said, oh. This kid's only two, but this kid knows what's going on. Uh, in fact, this kid's wondering what, how this, how, what a kind of crazy planet that I incarnate into. I, I need to, no, just relax, kid. Once you learn how to be a human, your gifts will come through and everything will be fine. So I have that well, quite a bit. Yeah, that's true. I'm actually in the middle of reading a book right now that Aaron uh, let me borrow. It's a Jason Quit book. And, and at the very beginning, he talks about remembering choosing his parents before he came here and wow. and yeah. so when he when he was old enough to talk <laughs> he, he would ask he would ask his mom aren't you happy i chose you aren't you happy i chose you and she, <laughs> she was like oh yeah yeah but she had no very good <laughs> she thought he was just being a cute kid yeah uh, yeah exactly uh and right. it's an extremely fascinating story I, i'm only about a quarter of the way through it but i just started um yeah, so uh, thanks again for coming on. Uh, last weekend, we all three of us were at East SETI uh, up there in Trout Lake, Washington with James Gillen. Uh, Aaron has a t-shirt on. Yeah. Uh, so Beautiful. I, I figured we could utilize this time to uh, kind of talk about some of our experiences we had there. Uh, because I know right. I had, I mean, we all, I, I, don't, I don't know anybody that didn't have some type of personal, profound experience. Uh, transformation i mean it seems like we all went there for some type of integrating some type of growing uh so did you have anything uh that stood out in your mind that happened while you were down there uh well my initial reaction was my my buddy darius who's who was interviewed me on his radio show he said hey i'm gonna be over at east city you know why don't you come up here i got a cabin so okay that sounds good and took me you know three minutes i booked the ticket and i was i was up there making plans we we hooked up um, and so I had a great time hanging out with him, but all the people that were around there, um, when Aaron was walking around with his Q shirt or, well, I guess, no, it was you with the Q shirt. Yeah, I had the Q I, shirt. Uh, and I, and Tyler was the one with the Q shirt. When I made the wise track, Hey, what's that Q thing? And they were getting all serious. Oh, this another knucklehead. <laughs> I got to explain everything to him. I said, only kidding, only kidding. I know who Q is. Yeah, that's, mm. yeah, I, I know all about that. No problem. So I enjoyed interacting with the people. You know, the speakers were, were very interesting. Uh, I think the most interesting thing that happened of all of them was when uh, Peter Slattery did his slideshow. And right near the end of it, he said, hey, these big red rocks in the middle of, of uh, Australia, the Aborigines means the original inhabitants of Earth. He said, they know all about the red rocks. They live near them. 
But the red rocks, he said, were seeded from the Pleiades. They sent them to terraform our planet and turn it into a planet that we could uh, eventually have life forms where these more advanced souls could incarnate. And that just made me want to book a trip to Australia to go see those rocks in person. That that was just that was the greatest thing, the single greatest thing. It's like I have to get over to Australia now. Well, let me know when you're going. <laughs> so, I had a friend who lived with the Aborigines. He, he's just, he's like an old hippie that hung out in New York with the Andy Warhol people, and he had the most eclectic background. But he went to Australia and hung out with Aborigines, and he said he could walk up some of those rocks. And I don't know if he was exaggerating but it was almost like the the rock had its own gravity and he could walk up almost like a like a spider or something just be able to stay on the rock it was so great and so i didn't know if he was exaggerating i didn't push him but when peter said that i got to get over there go walk yeah go walk straight up a rock straight from <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible hey aaron turn, turn can you turn your volume up just a little bit for some reason you're a little quiet all of a sudden yeah yeah that's better. Or maybe you're just far away from your mic. I don't know. Is that better? A little bit. How's he sound to you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can hear you clearly. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Okay. Sweet. Um, yeah, that sounds incredible. Uh, how about you, Aaron? What did you, what, what was your take on the whole weekend? Oh, man, it was just, it was just amazing all around. I mean, I mean, East City itself is just a magical, amazing place, you know, like the energy there alone as soon as I got there, I could feel it. It's just amazing energy, right? It just, um, I second what, uh, what, uh, Ben said on the, on edge of wonder on their live, he said, it feels really clean and pure, like the energy there. And that's, that's the first thought that went in my mind when I got there. I was like, it, it feels really like clean, and pure. That's like exactly what I thought. Uh, and it does. And, and it's just like a sacred space, you know? Um, and yeah just meeting meeting all the people and 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 then seeing friends i haven't seen in a while from other you know from the last conference i went to or whatever uh was so great and then just meeting meeting new people and just getting to hang out with so many amazing people in this community i mean that's the reason i go to these things you know is to hang out with people and to reconnect with uh with like the family you know it's like the soul family oh yeah uh, and like, reconnect and reconnect with nature and with nature out. yeah and it's right. just a beautiful area you know it's like it's like it's like everything i want all in one <laughs> place <pretty much. laughs> sure, sure. like amazing Easy. people beautiful yeah. nature uh you know talking about all the stuff i want to talk about you know et's uh spirituality disclosure blah 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 and and then i you know i even saw you know I did the sky watches pretty much every night and then, you know, I saw the light ships and everything else. And that was amazing. And I saw some orbs. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I meditated the first day I got there and that was like one of the best meditation sessions I've ever had. Um, yeah. Wow. What yeah, I know phenomenal what? all around. It was just so amazing. What I noticed about meditating there is it seemed like as soon as you close your eyes, you're like, bam, you're into the meditation. Or at least for me, it was. It, I right. didn't to take time to calm my mind and do all the practices. It was just almost instantaneous. Yeah. It was yeah, just, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it, one of my favorite things was that Corey said, Corey Good, 
uh, one of the first things he said was he couldn't believe that this land had not been taken over by the government or the military. He, he says that any type of uh, land that has this type of uh, history, vortex, potential underground city, uh, they is usually just you know swallowed up by the government and they build an underground base there or turn it into a national park or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, something to keep people out of it, especially at night. Uh, so he was just saying it was a miracle that this place even existed, uh, which I think is fascinating. We have to get James James on to talk a little more. In yeah, depth and well, from what I've heard <laughs> is that they've tried many times. Like it's it's not like they haven't tried, you know. Like uh, they they've definitely tried to get control of that place, and and the fact that they haven't been able to is a testament to to me that it's being protected for sure. Like it's definitely being protected. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what's your take on that, Ed, as far as being protected? Do you have any insight or any insight on, you know, uh, yeah. how, why how it would be protected? Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't tell how, why it would be protected, but obviously it was. I mean, I think someone made the joke that the Bigfoot that hang around there uh, helped to protect it. But I yeah. think the higher beings can can keep the riffraff out if they really want to. Uh, and I know from personal experience, if you can project enough love to someone, uh, if they're evil, they don't want to be near you. It's, it's, uh, it's like the member of the Wizard of Oz when the, when the witch got doused with water and she said, I'm melting, I'm melting. Well, it's almost the same thing. You think, oh, love, what could possibly go wrong with that? Well, those negative beings, when they get doused with enough love, they, they run for the hills. They writhe in the ground. It's, it's like torturous. Yep. So... They could do the same thing there. And, and I echo what Aaron was saying. When you go there, you don't have all that electronic interference and all the, the discordant energies that are typically in a big city with, with all the strife and, and hardship. It's, you're just in a beautiful, pure, pristine nature environment. And you know, I love that as well. That's nothing better to connect with your higher self than being in an environment like that. Yeah, I actually like the fact that no one had internet or cell service out there because it forced, <laughs> yeah. forced you to put your phone away. And uh, yeah, the everyone's on their phone all the time because you don't have service. <laughs> but right. it, yeah, it, it's it was kind of uh, it was nice. It was, the whole experience was amazing. I I agree with both what you guys said. It's it, uh, it was really. Uh, it, it was transformational for me. A lot, you know, a lot happened inside. I felt like I came back. Uh, it's a, it just a whole new energy about I felt, myself. I felt that too. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, but I say that about every conference I go to. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, but this one, this one, this one, it was up there with EOD for me, which was the yeah. conference I ever went to. Yeah. Also, also in a beautiful area in Mount Shasta, close to Mount Shasta. Um, um yeah. So, while we were down there, uh, some earthquakes happened in California. I, I uh, don't know if you guys read or followed David Wilcock and, and read his update, or his article. He, he added a 2,000-word update to his most recent article, uh, and he dove into what he, he thought potentially was going on with these earthquakes. I don't know if either of you guys had any, any, uh, any knowledge or insight on, on what was the cause of those. I, well, I think I don't think it was a natural occurrence. That's, uh, I think the initial, yeah, the initial one was from the dark side. They were trying to send a warning to the White Hats that if you disclose all the stuff which is about to go, we're going to just 
escalate this and we'll make sure the next earthquakes in the in a more populated area and i think the white hats may have then said okay here take this and then they went and and uh, retaliated and wiped out some of the their ability to create the first earth series of earthquakes so there's definitely a battle going on it's not merely on earth but it happened in the spiritual realms as well which is where i'm very familiar with and what i tell people especially those who are not familiar with with the kind of work everything that happens in the higher realms will eventually manifest in the lower realms and i have a very upbeat i'm known for being very upbeat about the potential for humanity and the upliftment of all humanity because i already see what's going on in the higher realms and those realms are almost totally cleared out of the negative beings that have been enslaving our planet for centuries so I know it's not that I'm especially psychic. There's other people that are as psychic or better, but they don't necessarily spend eight hours a day on those realms, healing people and clearing them and looking and seeing what's about. So the future of our whole planet and the humanity is, is very, is very positive. Uh, yeah, I definitely uh, agree with that. I, I think it was, I think it was an attack. Uh, I, and as far as the future of humanity being positive, I think, you know everything that's going on right now in the world epstein being arrested all the i mean every day this we're hearing something come forward about somebody getting uh, arrested somebody stepping down you know this this drug ring is busted this ship was uh you know confiscated because they had how many pounds of cocaine on it or whatever you know uh, it's all just crashing down right now and, and it's just a natural cycle of the energies coming in yeah, at the conference there, when they announced Epstein got arrested and almost everyone in the crowd started cheering wildly, I said, "This, these people are awakened. They, they understand what that means. This is the first step. This is awesome news. And they got it. There weren't any uh, you know, dead weights there really trying to pull the energy down. Everyone was upbeat, especially when that announcement came through. Oh, man. Yeah, I, that and I, I actually read Michael Sala's article that he uh, – he he just released about uh, the Epstein arrest and uh, how it ties in with everything. That's what Michael Sala does. You know, he ties in everything and just right. paints a picture. Uh, while I was reading the article, I kept experiencing chills throughout my whole body, like five or six different times. It was it was almost as if, you know, we always read about the shift happening and we see we know about it and we talk about it, but it was like as if I can feel it actually. I can feel the shift occurring, like finally. <clears throat> that was like the big catalyst that needed to happen. Uh, and then some of the details with the, in that article was just horrible. I mean, some of the stuff that went on in that island, it's, it's just so, it's such a good thing. You know, it's, it's one of the difficulties that the reason people have trouble understanding what's going on is they just don't believe that humans can be as evil as some of these these evil satanic humans are. And I know back, it was in 1996, it was quite a while ago, someone said, oh, you, I need to read this book. And the book was Transformation of America by Kathy O'Brien, who was a victim of uh, being a sex slave, a presidential model. And so I actually got a coupon from Barnes and Noble that would pay for my book. And I said, oh, great, I'm gonna get a free book. So I go over there, I find the book in Barnes and Noble, I open it up, I flip through it, I start reading, I said, I can't even read this. This is so vile. It's so disgusting. And I had to put it on the shelf again, and I, I couldn't even buy it then. And then 
voice in my head said, hey, wait a sec, you know, if you can't read this, how are you going to ever help anyone else to wake up to what this real reality is? And so it took me a few months and I went back and then I got the book and, you know, that began the exploration of that very evil part of, of humanity. But that's why people can't wrap their heads around it because they just can't imagine someone would be that evil would harm a child and, and torture a child. It's just, it's, it's not human. And that's yeah. exactly the point. That's what I remember David Icke saying a lot. Um, I used to watch his videos a lot. Uh, he says people, people can't imagine they, they can't wrap their heads around. Like you said, they can't wrap their heads around that kind of evil. So they just don't think it exists. And they, they were easily, you know, oh, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. That's fake, you know, because people just can't imagine that that level of evil is going on with humans. But the thing is, it's not a human thing. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a non-human thing is where it's stems right. from. So when you understand that, it makes a lot more sense of how, how such darkness can, can exist and have been going on for so long, you know, and not being exposed and people not knowing about it. So, yeah, it well exactly. And it's time, it's time to get that shit out. It's time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's definitely happening. It, it's happening. We're doing one it. of the, one of the things I wanted, I wanted to mention about the earthquake that David Wilcock mentioned today is that, uh, you know, he, he always has the insider information. Uh, he, he says that according to what he had heard, uh, the, the earthquake was an attack on China Lake military base, naval base, which is massive. I forget how many, like 180 million acres or something like that. Wow. Uh, some, some, I'm not exaggerating that number either. It was, it was a massive military base, and, and the majority of it obviously is underground. Well, uh, what he's being told is this is the this was the main hub for the chemtrail operations. Uh, so this is where the chemtrail planes would leave from this military base. Wow. And, and then if you go back into the history of it, this is like from this very first reports of seeing chemtrails start were in this area. And they were actually noticed by one of the guys who worked on the military base. Uh, so they're thinking that this was an attack. And, and actually there was more earthquakes than we, they were actually um, reported on the, on the, on the mainstream there were a couple more in between then that were pretty substantial. Uh, but apparently it's the largest earthquake that they've seen since 1995. So uh, it, it's pretty, it, it potentially could have been a significant, a really significant time. And it happened on Independence Day, 4th of July. So, uh, you know, where they're trying to send a message. And, and, and if you think about like, if this does become, a story or you know in the history books one day how fitting would that be you know the day the earth shook on independence day and blah blah, blah. uh it just it's just an interesting interesting way to look at it you know do we really know no but it's 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 a definitely a possibility yeah when i was still under my my mentor my sophie mentor's uh tutelage I, in one of my meditations, I saw these transparent beings. They had unusual shapes like triangles and that. And they were moving these devices around. And I asked her, you know, what, what is that? I mean, are they real people? Yes, they are. I said, what are those devices? And she said they were like a psychic uh, uh, ampl well, not amplifiers, the opposite, de-amplifiers or to make things. And they had them seated in, in like the St. Andreas Fault to prevent earthquakes and that. So we have the help from higher beings as well. 
to help do this. So they may have mitigated the, the cabal may have tried to have even more damage done and it was mitigated. That's very possible. Yeah. And I, I think there's always an ET force that has a, has uh, a hand whenever there's, you know, we obviously know about the nuclear, you know, the nuclear whole epidemic whenever they were shutting down all the bombs and stuff. So I, I think there always is a force at play. Definitely. You know, yeah. both positive and negative, really. But uh, well, that's the thing. The neg the negative ones are for the most part have been rousted out. Uh, as actually, Corey Good said that the negatives had uh, they they offered to turn on all their people on Earth here and say we'll give up all of our people, all of our agents here on Earth if you let us leave. You let us go. And they were denied. Yeah, yeah they were denied. denied. So yeah. they're stuck here. Like, and, and why are they stuck here? Because they, they won't be able to withstand the, uh, the energies coming in, especially if the flash occurs, then they'll just pretty much disintegrate, or, you know, according to... Because yeah, if, if they let them go, they're going to go start problems in other planets and elsewhere. Right. So they're like, right. no, we're going we're gonna to solve this problem once and for all. <laughs> <laughs> While we got you here, like, we're not going to let you go. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like a murderer in jail, like goes to the guard and like, please let me go, please let me go. You know, <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's that's people in the spiritual community have to understand what what that exactly means because there are some people that think they're very spiritual and they say, oh, you know, we just have to love everyone and everything's fine. Let's light a candle, everything will be okay. Yeah. It's like no, you you can't negotiate with cancer. There there is no negotiating it's not like negotiating with the mafia or something like that you say all right look you guys win we're going to give you a kickback or whatever unless let us finish you know doing our job building the building or whatever it is and they they you can reason with them they may be illegal and they may be trying to shake you down but you can reason with them you can't reason with satanists it's only a matter of time before they will try if they seize the when once they seize an advantage then they'll come in and, and you know attack you and and take back any they renege on any agreement they think lying is, is a perfectly good way of living yeah any any means necessary to whatever they to get what they want is pretty much how they right. go about things so yeah no there is no keeping their own end of the bargain or none of that no they don't care at all so no like you said it doesn't work over. um so uh what is your take so we you know we know these these uh negative ets have existed on this planet for thousands, hundreds of thousands of years, if not more. Uh, so we, you know, we know about the grays and the reptilians, the archons, like, and, and, you know, we keep hearing that the numbers shrinking down. Uh, do you have any information? I, I was listening to one of, one of the videos or the audio recordings you sent me. I was wondering if you had any information through your own channeling, your own healing uh, on, you know, how many are left or, or what what that number is looking like now right uh there, there well there's no absolute number i don't have any absolute numbers but i just know there's less and less and, and i can measure this by when the people come in a year ago two years ago almost every other person had had a curse which is uh, a different kind of entity that they get afflicted with and and almost 75 80 percent of them would have some kind of entity on them when I would see them. Now the number is way, way down. Less than half have entities and they're easily, easily removed. Um, there's hardly any reptilians around at all. 
the Greys, for the most part, have uh, are now siding with humanity. They recognize that they needed to cooperate with humanity to to make a better future for them. There are some rogue factions. I think most of them are these tall Greys, and they they they're almost individual. Uh, well, I don't know what the right word is, but they come in and they harvest uh, either body parts or things like that, or they torment people. They harvest DNA for the most part from people that have uh, attractive uh, DNA profiles for their purposes. So there are some of them, but they're few and far between. I don't see very many of those at all. Archons, they, they were kind of above all them, and they seem to have disappeared. They don't seem to be around anymore. It's not a fun planet anymore. I think they gave their orders through the reptilians and greys to, to do the, their dirty work, and it's not a fun planet. So I think a lot of them already left, and I think they may have been allowed to leave as a, for whatever reason. So, yeah, uh, it, I, I thought we'd be done by now, but uh, it's just a matter of time. They can't do anything. And that I should say, this is this ties in with the reason why all these things are being uncovered right now, is because their big brother, evil beings on the higher planes, are no longer able to cloak them and protect them from, you know, the rest of us. Yeah. From the, from the humans who are good and and positive, that's what the biggest change has been, and this has been coming for years. I I did talk with someone who's at the very high end of the, a human, pecking order in the evil side, and. Uh, he basically admitted to me that under, even though we, we have all this technology to look in the future using time machines and then, and, and those kind of uh, advanced looking, technologies, yeah, like yeah looking glass, glass and, and all those. Yeah. They had the technology and they said, we know that there's no, there's no timeline where we win. And I said, okay, well, why wouldn't you just cooperate and make it an easy, easy, smooth transition so that we can, you know, kind of make it into a nice world and we'll take into consideration the good guys would of course i'm sure take into consideration that you cooperate and help to ease the planet's uh, you know, evolution into the future and they basically said well no we just are going to go fight to the very end you know we don't really see any any upside to, to getting out of power any earlier so they just want to maintain power to the very last minute but they're going to lose they already know they're going to lose well, that's that. That's what makes them happy. So it, it, that's like it's like a cigarette smoker knowing they have lung cancer. And like, well, I might as well just yeah. I die, you know. But, at this uh, point, yeah. Yeah, at this point, so it, it's over. So you're just gonna keep doing the drug that makes you happy until you go out. You know, that's essentially what it is, and that well, is a drug. I, we are their drug. Essentially, I, I have heard from multiple sources that some of them have flipped to the light basically like they've all been given two options either turn to the light or we're going to take you out and you know like right you're talking about the humans or, yeah human the, the bad humans yeah yeah and so well i've heard of some of the reptilians i don't know if this is that's true or not um but i did hear somewhere where some of the reptilians did turn to the light side when they were given the option either turn to the light or we're gonna have to get rid of you um but then many, you know, many did not. And, um, and then same with the humans too. It's like, you know, you can work with us with the Alliance, you know, turn to the good side or, or, you know, bye-bye. <laughs> I mean, the Alliance is essentially made up of ex cabal members. I mean, you know, that's yeah. Not, not always, not oh, everybody. But a lot, but, yeah. Uh, and, and that, that's, that's one of the reasons we're able to, 
to infiltrate and take down because they have they they almost acted like a double agent, you double know, agent, without, yeah. without even knowing it. You know, they just yeah. came over like, okay, well, here's the door into this facility. Here's how you do this. This guy's doing that. You got a built-in spy, basically. Whenever yeah. a like, <laughs> person flips through the alliance. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like the best thing possible when a cabal member starts waking up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Ed, in, during one of your sessions, whenever you're whenever you're doing this healing, how long does a typical session take? Uh, Twenty-five minutes. Oh, that's and, all. Yeah, that's all that's needed uh, for people that have had a session with me already. It's I can even give them a fifteen-minute tune-up. Um, but yeah, that twenty-five minutes, I'll go in, fill them with energy, raise their vibration, open up their uh, crown, pull out any mental trash. I'm going through a session at ultra high speed here. Uh, uh, raise their vibration. I'll go through all their glands to make sure none of them are holding on to anything negative. Sometimes entities will, will release them because they don't like to be in that higher vibrational energy and they'll, I'll take them out and I have a little portal I open up and let my higher beings, I work with the Pleiadians, they'll, they'll just take them and either re rehabilitate them or recycle them through the galactic central sun. So we go through all that. I take away anger, uh, regret, those are some of the biggest things right now for humans. They're holding on to this regret and anger and it's preventing them from going to higher levels of consciousness. So when that's gone, that really opens up their way to connect with their higher self. Um, I go through all that. I get rid of any uh, hidden entities, implants, nanobots, curses. Curses are, are uh, orchestrated by these evil magicians. And those are usually human, but they can be ETs as well. And uh, they will curse a person. And when they curse a person, they're able to bring in these entities known as the jinn. And jinn, you know, Aladdin's lamp, you have the genies in Aladdin's lamp. Well, genie was named after the jinn. They're non-physical entities. They can be playful, but basically they're slaves to these evil magicians. And the magicians just say, okay, you know, Tyler, he's, he's on our list. We want him cursed. Well, whatever his weaknesses, go find it. Make sure if he needs money, he doesn't get any money. If he's having a trouble with his girlfriend, whatever, go make sure that thing breaks up, that relationship breaks up. They'll do whatever it is to harm you as much as possible. So to get rid of them, you got to get rid of the magicians, tie them up, get rid of them so they can't harm anyone going forward. Then you have to go talk to the jinn. Once their masters are out of the way, then you open up a portal and they'll leave, usually voluntarily, because they're no longer obligated to work for someone who's no longer in power. That's the hardest thing to get rid of is a, a curse. And then after that, I'll go through karmic relationships with their families and, and then hook them up with their higher self. So you do all that in 15 to 25 minutes? 25 minutes. I can't do a curse. If a, if a curse, I couldn't do that in 15 minutes. But people who, who are, um, have already been cleared from me, they won't have curses. Curse won't come back again. Sometimes the evil magician will hire someone else to try to curse someone that was a year ago. But yeah, I can do that in 15, 25 minutes, and I'm so, very efficient. Yeah, that's it's like a NASCAR pit stop, man. That's like the quickest healing I've ever heard. <laughs> well, it's like, I, met, I make a joke. You can go see a psychotherapist for a year, or you can see me for 25 minutes, and yeah. you know, I'll, I'm willing to match, because they don't work at the energetic level. And that's where all the problems are. Yep. If you get exactly. rid of that, then pff, everything else is a piece of cake. Amen. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that no, that's that's incredible. And you're talking about the uh, the the dark magic or the magic or 
what do you call them? Dark magicians or whatever? Yeah, evil magicians, evil sorcerers. So Black magic is the term, yeah. You said something that just reminded me of something Barry Littleton was talking about. And he said that what they'll do is uh, they can essentially, like you said, if you're having car problems, because I was like for the time, I just couldn't win with my vehicles. It was just like, oh, my God, like what is going on? And, you know, I'm doing all the spiritual work and everything. And it didn't click until I was done. He said he when Barry said something about it, maybe it was some sort of an attack because I mean, I just, it was just like unbelievable, un, you know, bad series of events. And I, I just wonder, you know, obviously it, it might've been my own karma. It could have been a number of other things, but that's just one of the possibilities that I hadn't considered yet. Right. Some, someone is just really angry and then just out of sorts, they can make their machinery and things around them not work. And that's without having any help from any, you know, non-physical entities. So it's it's very possible that everything's interconnected, and those negative emotions are not good for anything. Sure, sure, definitely something to think about. So, um, back to back to your healing. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just fascinated. About, I'm just fascinated. So. So when you go in, are you, are you immediately in contact? Are you in contact with the person's higher self or what, what actually occurs? Right. Uh, well, I, I'll give you a mini clearing if you want to feel what it's like. I, I would, I wouldn't, sometimes the people will log in with a Skype, Skype video, but I don't usually show it because I said, if you look at me, all you're going to see is me with my eyes closed, waving my hands. So it's not exciting. So don't worry <laughs> about that. Sure, sure. Just, just, just relax. So what I would do is I would open up a portal. This is how I open up a portal. And I'm sending energy to you, Tyler. And I feel a little bit of the discord energy. I'm raising your vibration. And I would I would guide them with my voice. And I can already feel some of the dissonant energies. There's a super fast way of doing it. I'll do that first just to show you what it's like. I just take this and take all the discord energies like a meat grinder. Just And you have some entity on you. He's not happy. He was thought he would be able to sneak through, just be pulled him out. Oh my God, I feel Okay. <clears throat> yeah, so most people don't even know what it's like to be entity free, especially if they've been from, I can already feel your heart open, you're radiating love. I feel people it on your, immediately. Yeah. Guys, anybody yeah. listening, it's hard to describe, but this is incredible right now. But here, you, you, I think you have a contract, so I'm just going to announce to the universe. I'm, any contracts Tyler has with any non-physical entities are hereby null and void. He is a free sovereign being with no responsibilities under any spiritual agreement through all time, space, dimension, space-time continuum, other realities, and or tween realms. Any obligations under any agreement are terminated immediately forever. I see that you had a contract with these, which would have probably been pre before this. Well, it, it could have been an institute in this lifetime, but it most likely was, came from other lifetimes. So now there's a bunch of extra entities around you because they tried to beat the deadline. Like, here's our last chance to get in and bug him. So I'm just going to gather those up. Wrap them up. Yeah, so all the ones that were in reserve in case, like sometimes people will say, well, I had my entity removed. And that could be true. But once that one's removed, there's another one waiting in the wings. If you have a contract, and then they come in and replace them. You know, it's like a cook in your kitchen. If the cook gets taken away, there's a new one just keeps coming in. So wow. anyway, so all those, you're, you're cleared of those now. So after I get rid of those entities, I'll raise your vibration some more. 
Uh, well, if you want, I'll tell you. How much time do you want me to spend clearing you? I can do ten minutes or five <laughs> minutes, or if you know, if your audience gets bored, <laughs> I'll have to tune out. <laughs> we, we can keep it fairly short, but I, I would definitely. Okay. I would love to love to come back. I mean, Aaron, I wish you could be in this room right now. I could to feel this energy. I mean, I don't Did know you if feel you feel it. Yeah, it's a, absolutely like I almost wanted to tear up there for a second. Uh, really? it's, yeah, that's 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 what. Uh, they, they, this is the secret: is higher octaves of love. That's the secret. It's the most powerful force in the universe. So these reptilians, archons, no one wants this in their in their field. None of those service to self, uh, you know, evil beings want love. Yeah, they can't handle it's, it. It's a, they literally can't handle it. Yeah. yeah. A, wow, that was incredible. That, that was that was incredible. Thank you so much for that. Honestly, I wasn't expecting that at all. And, and uh man, my heart it, it, it just I could feel it. Man, I thought you said he transformed me. <laughs> well, I, was, I mean, I, I didn't want to. You know, when I went there, I just loved the fact that I didn't have to spend any time getting rid of any discord energies. It was already clear. Yeah, that so was a, yeah. and the one a fun thing that you might crack up. Remember when James did that meditation where he brought in the different uh, ET races? He brought in the the Syrians first, and I could feel that that was nice. And he brought in the Orions, which I felt more uh, more dramatically than the Syrians. Then he brought in the Pleiadians, and I didn't feel anything. Really? That's because I'm already I'm already a Pleiadian, so it was like okay, it's like a water, a fish in water. Uh, no, it doesn't make any difference. Wow, but it was it was funny. I actually but, felt the Orions. I felt the Orions the most in that as well. Right. Yep. God, that would make yeah. that makes so much sense on on the energy that I was picking up on in that medicine wheel out in the field. Uh, right. When when I went to the stones that I knew I had connections with, the Pleiades and uh, even right. Sasquatch and stuff, I wasn't feeling like I thought. And then I would go to like the Arcturians or the Andromedans, and I had never even really delve, delve, or you know, explored right connections with them, and I felt this overwhelming energy in those rings. So uh, that makes a lot of sense. You know, it's like a fish in the water when you're around familiar. <laughs> yeah, that was my energy. That's yeah. That's I mean, a, when I was in yeah, I was gonna say when I was in college, you know, we went to I went to Tufts University, was outside in outside of uh, Cambridge. But we all went into Harvard Square to go shop at the Harvard Coop because they had the most stuff to choose from, posters and things like that. So everyone's in there buying posters for their to remind them of their hometown and that. I came back with a poster of the Pleiades. <laughs> so I had a poster of the Pleiades above my – and I didn't know what the Pleiades was. I just said, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I'm just going to put that right up there. And I did. And it wasn't until years later that I even knew what it was, that that, that was why I – I was connected to that. So, wow. yeah. And, and it is the most beautiful thing. That's actually what I have is a screensaver, the back, the wallpaper on my computer. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's beautiful. It, yeah. It, it's definitely beautiful. Uh, wow. Thanks again for that. <laughs> let me give you, let me give you some, Aaron. I don't want you to feel left out. Oh, thank, thank you. Yeah. There you go, Aaron. All right. We can, you can keep talking in the meantime. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to observe. <laughs> I think I'm already feeling it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. <clears throat> definitely. So, I mean, if I'm allowed to talk while he's doing this, that's even yeah. Go more, ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. That, go ahead. That's just even more impressive to me that uh, 
that this doesn't distract you, you know, it doesn't interfere <laughs> with it. But I mean, clearly right. you've been doing this for a long time. Right. I had some very good mentors that showed me how to do this. Actually, my Sophie, when, when I met her, I barely knew what reincarnation was. I heard about it, and that was it. And I was a mathematician. I didn't know anything about history or anything like that. But, you know, she told me, uh, you're a spirit technician. I said, okay, great. What is that? <laughs> and she, <laughs> yeah. and she says, that? well, you're, you'll be able to go in and operate like at a spiritual level on people. Uh, she says, but don't worry about it. You know, you'll learn in time. It's like, I can't even imagine what that would be like. Um, but she was right. I wasn't until just a few years ago that I realized, wait a second. She told me this over 20 years ago. That's what I'm doing. Nice. This is, uh, this is in incredible. So, wow. so, wow. so what did you pick up for Aaron? Uh, uh, he, he didn't, I don't feel any entities on him. So, oh, so that, yes. but that's an example where, you know, people, yes. and it, yeah, some, sometimes, and this, some, some people say, well, look, how come, you know, this guy, he, he's not even spiritual and he doesn't have any entities. I said, no, because he's not in the front line of the battle. And I'm not saying what's about Aaron, but, but uh, you can't tell if a person has entities or not by their level of spiritual advancement that they could be moved. It's like a war. We're going through a spiritual war. And so the entities that could have been on Aaron last week, they said, we not move him in here. We got to go after Tyler. He's, he's in tr He's a troublemaker right now. We got to go get him. And then they'll, they'll attack the people at the, at the highest levels. They're the ones in the front lines that are fighting this, this war. And, and people say, what can I do to prevent getting uh, entities on me or, or curses? I said, well, I can't tell you that because if I knew I would do it, I get cursed more than all my clients combined because I'm, I'm a, I'm a bad guy, and from the perspective of those evil guys and the magicians, I'm a bad guy. So they attack me, and I'll I'll be talking with you, and all of a sudden, wait a second, I'll feel ornery or angry or something. Hold on, ah, I got cursed again. Hold on, while I get rid of this, and I'll get rid of it. And I said, okay, and I've done this at dinner with one of my friends. Oh no, someone's cursing me. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> and just <laughs> just get rid of it. But. Wow. Wow, that, that's that's so impressive. I, uh, I mean, I I can tell. Like, I went, uh, my dad and I went on a paranormal investigation last October in a cave near my house, and on the way home, I I literally felt an entity take over, enter right. my body. I I almost had to stop the car. I I started getting nauseous and like almost broke out in a sweat. I started getting weak, and right. I. Uh, and I knew exactly what it was and I fought through it. I was actually going, get, going to meet up with some friends and I had to go home. I couldn't even meet up with them. It was that intense. And right. I, you know, I ended up having a, a Reiki healer uh, pull me aside at a psychic fair I was at and she could sense this entity on me. I still had not removed it. I tried doing it myself right. and she, right. she could sense it with, right with just me walking by. And I ended up doing, she ended up removing it right there in the spot for me. And, uh, oh, that's nice. Yeah. So I, I know what it's like to feel like when something's attached, but I don't think I could pick up on it that quick. Maybe, I, I mean, because a lot of them, a lot of times it's not that, uh, it's not that noticeable. It's probably more subtle. Right. It might happen while you're sleeping. I don't know. But um, Yeah, absolutely. It can be very subtle. And by just trying to steer you in a little bit off direction, keep you a little bit out of, out of sorts. And then there are other things too that the uh, cabal uses. Uh, they have these nanobots 
uh, that yes. are like ar- artificial intelligence, yeah, artificial intelligence type uh, entities. You know, the, most of them are etheric, so you can't even see them. They have physical ones, but the etheric ones are the ones that are more troublesome. And they're not as bad as a full-blown entity, but what they do is they, they just seed areas of, of unrest, like Portland's. If they see there's going to be an Antifa march or protest or something like that, they'll seed the whole area to try to create as much a civil unrest as possible. And they do that. And I had one client, he's, he's calling me from Europe, and I'm clearing them out. And I said, you got all these nanobots all over you. I said, and I just stopped and said, are there any protests or anything going on over there? Because you, you live in Belgium. He goes, oh, yeah, as a matter of fact, there are. The whole down to the university, there's a big protest going on about whatever it was. I said, okay, that makes sense. So they knew there was going to be a protest. They put these in there just to keep people a little ornery, a little off, a little more aggressive. They, they're trying to start you know, civil wars, and, but the higher beings and everyone are getting rid of these things. So there, there's less and less of that. So, but, de- so describe, describe a nanobot. Uh, well, it's a nano, nano. It's like tiny little thing, less than a whatever millimeter uh, big, but it's half artificial intelligence and half uh, a etheric entity. And they just, they, uh, well, one of the funny story is a woman calls me up or texts me and says, I need an emergency clearing. And, uh, and she had already been to me. So, I, okay, sure. I, I, I'll do you over lunch. And I'm describing it to her. And I said, Oh, you had all these nanobots over you. She said, that's, inc- that's crazy. I said, well, it's not crazy. It's not, she goes, no, 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 it's not crazy what you're saying. What's crazy is I was driving to my office. She was a chiropractor. And she said, I felt as if someone took a paintbrush and spritzed it. And it went right through my windshield and into me, all these dots. And I had, that's when I had the problem. I said, oh, well, there's, those were the nanobots that came into you. And she goes, and I knew it was not physical because it went right through the windshield. I said, okay, well, that's what we got rid of on you. So literally... You know, that's that's what they would be like if you're she's very perceptive very very psychically gifted and that's what she felt sometimes you can feel like things are crawling on you on your skin even though they're not physical yeah that's that's extremely interesting so you could essentially are these things just like sent to a person in particular if they're trying to attack somebody or are they just like you know can you just pick it up when you're in the wrong area or yeah yeah, if you're in the wrong area, it's more a nuisance than it is a, a something dangerous. A regular entity is more powerful and more influential. But sure. like I said, they'll they'll Portland, Berkeley when they try to start riots in Berkeley, uh, Charlottesville. I'm sure they did that when they had the the uh, trying to get people to fight there. You know, George Soros busted people on both sides of the of the divide so that they would start a fight, and then they dropped in the nanobots to try to get the audience, the pe- other people there to contribute. Uh, to the violence. So, yeah, those are the kind of places where they'll uh, insert these these uh, nanobots. Wow. That's, uh, man, thanks for all this intel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's uh-huh. stuff I've read about and heard about, but, you know, it's nice to get refreshers on a lot of it because, you know, we, we deal with so many distractions every day and, uh, you know, how things happen. You forget about something until something triggers it. So, that's right. nice. It's nice to hear it all again. Uh, that's that's what's nice about the conferences as well. You know, it just re, it's like a reset and get you back to where you need to be. It gets you grounded a little bit. Totally. Uh, yeah. So, 
speaking of the conference and and the UFOs that we were seeing every night, uh, what what is your take like on the current status of this whole disclosure that's that's are happening? Right. Uh, is what is your take on like when do you think we're going to see some type of craft rolled out? Hey, do you have any uh, well, thoughts on that? Yeah, I, 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 I really like Jordan, Jordan Saylor's presentation because he's expanded the, the, word, the, the definition of disclosure to not merely UFO craft or, and the ETs. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a small portion of it. Exactly. All the stuff about vaccinations, chemtrails, the, you know, nanobots, you know, all these other things that are going on is that's just as game. valuable yeah. as, as what need, that was need to be covered. And he did a great job of, of doing an introduction to that kind of subject and an introduction to Q and all that. It was very helpful. I, I would like to see that presentation broadcast to the to the average citizen who doesn't know about this stuff because it would be digestible for them. Um, to me, it was like stuff I already knew, but he, he did. Yeah, he did a great great job of organizing it. Yeah, he did. I, I said the same thing when I saw him speak in Hawaii. Uh, he he had another. It just broke it down. He does it in a way that's like he said digestible. And uh, if you just give the guy a chance and listen to him, it makes a lot of sense. You know, there's so many haters out there that just want to dismiss right away. Uh, so I right. agree with you. Even the, even the panel with him, Ben and Rob and uh, uh, James, uh, I think that panel, they did, it was a perfectly bundled package on the whole, right. everything that's going on right now. I mean, they just nailed it in a, in a, in a uh, did it in a subtle way to where you could actually take that and red pill somebody with that. I mean, just right. take a look at this and yeah. you know, give me your thoughts at least, you know. Yeah, that was good. I got to spend a little bit of time with uh, Ben and Rob also during, during the conference and, you know, just hanging out and that. And they, they were great guys too. Oh, uh, absolutely. Everybody. I love their YouTube yeah. channel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They're amazing. <laughs> Yo, what up, Ben, Rob, Darius? Shout out to everybody. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, go subscribe to Edge of Wonder. Go subscribe to Destroying Your Vision. Go subscribe to Journey to the Truth podcast. <laughs> yeah. And we got to be on there on Edge of Wonders Live at East Eddie for a little bit, for a couple minutes. Yeah, it was awesome. cool. when they yeah. did. Yeah, so they gave us a little shout out. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It was. It was definitely pretty cool. Um, so, as far as uh, you actually didn't answer my question, though, oh, <laughs> about ETs. Well, the, the, the more advanced ETs, that they're, they're, you're not going to see them in a 3D world. They they would have to slow their vibration down to be able to be seen. It's like it's counterproductive. They don't need well, to be. I mean, I I connect with them in the in the higher worlds. I, I mean, through yeah. my meditations. Um, it, to me, it doesn't matter. I don't need some government official or someone to say, hey, this is what's going on. I said, what are you talking about? I use them in my clearings. One of the things that that I they, they sent to me to make my thing more efficient is when I'm taking away sadness or sorrow from someone, depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to have to pull it out of them you know, manually, kind of. Now, all I have to do is just think, and these, uh, this, these beings, higher beings called brothers and sisters of sorrow, will come in, and they'll take away all the sadness from someone, you know, it, in seconds, 20, 30 seconds. And, and uh, I don't go through a whole long explanation of what I'm calling in these guys. This is what's going on. I just say, okay, I'm going to take away your sorrow. And I just take it away. But they're the ones doing all the work. So uh, I'm using them to do my work for me. So, yeah, do they 
PTs don't exist. What do you mean they don't exist? I've used them every day. Yeah, so exactly. it's, it's, you know, yeah. I don't need someone well, to tell me that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And that's a good point. Cause you can, you can connect with, with ETs anytime you want to, if you know how, right. Yeah. Um, but I think it's like, to me, disclosure is, you know, cause we, we, we've been living on a slave planet. We've been an enslaved species for so long and most, most of us don't even realize it. Right. So, so we buy the propaganda. We, we buy all the lies cause we don't know any better. And we, we fall for all the tricks and, um, you know, the money system, is, it, most planets, most ETs don't even use money because why do you need money if you have, if you have free energy and, you know, you're not paying right. on your planet. That's why like a lot of ETs, I've heard, I've heard a lot of people that are in contact with different benevolent ETs. They're like, wait a second, you guys have to pay to live on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Pay for poison water. Yeah. 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 Like, why do you have to pay to live on the planet you were born on? That doesn't, and it's because we're an enslaved planet, but but what's happening now is we're where the slavery is going away. We're getting rid of the the enslavers, and we're becoming free. And you know, I th I, I think all of us. I know I am definitely a starseed. I think I came here from somewhere else to help out with what's going right. on now. Um. So which which explains why, uh, on an energetic level, like n nothing ever sat right with me on this planet. It's like what. It doesn't feel right you know it's like something's not right here and I, and now i know why and i always had that feeling but i never knew why until i woke up to this stuff and i'm like oh no wonder i've always felt that way sure, um, sure. but what's happening now is we're becoming a free planet and and we're gonna be able to interact openly with ets on on you know i think on a third dimensional level and um and you know all the technology that's been hoarded and hidden away from us for so long or, or even used to enslave us, you know, and to harm us is now going to be turned around and used for the benefit of humanity. And it's going to, it's going to make things exponentially better on this planet. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess, I guess what I was referring to, even though all that stuff was beautiful, I was referring to as far as the, the disclosure of, uh, I guess our own craft, like the TR3B, uh, Oh yeah, the reverse engineer craft. I, I that was my initial question was when do you think that we could potentially see that rolled out? I guess I, went I should. A little, I went a little deeper with it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Actually, what you guys said was way better. I was just just <laughs> clarifying, just clarifying. Uh, you know, what, what's interesting is I uh, on the way home from Eseti, getting on my plane, I was talking to this woman. She worked for McDonnell Douglas and Boeing. She actually physically assembled uh, many different lines of jets and aircraft. And uh, when we landed in St. Louis, we got off the plane. She was like, how was your flight? And I was like, I, was, I said, terrible. I said, I was cramped up. There's no room. You know, I was, you know, can't stretch out, blah, blah, blah. I said, I said, I'm just waiting for the UFO technology to roll out. <laughs> she looked me in the eyes. She goes, she goes, she goes oh, it's coming. And just, I said, I said, oh yeah. I said, what makes you say that? She goes, she goes, trust me, it's coming. Nice. And, and I don't know what she knew. I said, yeah, that's interesting because I'm into that stuff, and I explained the conference to her and stuff. She goes, oh, totally. She goes, I know they're out there, and you'd be a fool not to, you know. So it's not, <laughs> right. All you gotta do is just, you know, say say something and and see if it triggers somebody. And, and you know, it's nice to hear what people have to say. Uh, yeah, you, you talk about triggering people. 
I was at this uh, nice restaurant bar, just sitting at the bar, having a, a glass of wine and an appetizer. And these two guys are next to me, and they they didn't know the answer to some question, some trivial thing. I said, "Oh, Joe Bobo. Oh, yeah, right." So I start talking with them. Well, and then they said something political, and I said, "Well, I don't agree with that." What do you mean you don't agree with that? I'm on the west side of LA, like one of the most you know liberal areas that they they're yeah. everyone has to hate Trump in order to live there. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just said, "Well, this is how it is." And and this guy, one of them was a physicist, and the other one's friend was, he, I don't know what he was, he was mostly an idiot, but his friend was a <laughs> physicist, uh, <laughs> he, he, he's asking me questions, and I'm giving him all these answers, and, and then his friend keeps interrupting with stupid comments that you would hear on CNN or something, and he says, stop talking, stop talking, I want to hear what this guy has to say. And so he's asking me all these questions, and he's, he's considering it, and he says, you know, I disagree with every single thing you said, but, but. I said, but everything I said is internally consistent. It explains the data that you can observe right now with your eyes, and I'm giving you predictive ability. So in six months, when you see these things happen, you're going to say, I remember this guy at the bar who told me these things, and you know, we poo-pooed it, and now it's there. And he's, he's taking that in, and he puts his head in his hands, and then his friend keeps talking. He says, stop talking, stop talking. And his friend just keeps talking. So he literally gets up from his seat and walks down to the other end of the bar. And he's sitting there like a guy who just lost, you know, his family fortune. But it was, it was, it was the death of a belief system. Yeah. I mean, he, knew, he, was, he was stuck with the logic because he's a physicist. He couldn't refute the logic. And so his whole mind, his whole world was, was turned upside down. Yeah, yeah. the cognitive dissonance. You were, seeing, you were seeing the cognitive dissonance firsthand. You were, firsthand. You were and, and it was, you were seeing him wake up. Before yeah, your eyes, I mean, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Wow, I mean, I didn't. I there was yeah. There was no reason for me to hold back. Yeah, yeah, yeah it gives me hope. If yeah. that doesn't it, give you yeah. hope to get out there and wake up your neighbor, you know, uh, which you know I've tried. <laughs> sometimes it backfires, but you know, sometimes you get right. the all oh, that yeah. you're looking for. Uh, and you, it's amazing when you see that spark in somebody, even if it's a <laughs> yeah. thing, it's, it's, you know, uh, you know, it's going you know to start snowballing for them after that because it's inevitable. Right. Oh, totally. All it takes is for somebody to be open to that information too, is what I've noticed is that the people that don't, that, um, you know, will just argue and argue and argue and fight back and won't accept it. They're just not, right. they're just not open to, they're just so stuck in their beliefs. They're not even open at all to, your information or any right. other information that contradicts that, right? So it takes somebody being open. And then if they're open, then you can get, you can tell them things and they'll consider it and think about it. And be like, maybe that is true. Oh, that's interesting. I've never heard that before, you know? And then it gets the wheels turning. And that's exactly what happened with that guy. Yeah. Like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> like, you, started, like <laughs> you know, having all these realizations. There was that meme that came through with cognitive dissonance where the guy had his head in his hands like that. And I just, and we came in like the next day. I said, this is exactly what that physicist looked like after I was done with him. So wow. it was, it was, it was so appropriate. Did you leave him a card after you walked no, away? No, 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 I didn't. I just, like I said, you don't even know me, but you're just going to remember this guy at the bar told me yeah. this. And, and now you, now you're stuck. I I knew I tuned in the next day just to see what he was feeling. And he was still, his, his whole world had been shaken and rattled. It would be hard for him to go back to the old way of thinking. It wow. was, it was, nice. You know, That's incredible. That's you, need, you need to get like a men in black business card. Made up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next time you do that, just like, <laughs> the card again. 
<laughs> a fake card, yeah. Yeah. Fake Call this number. <laughs> yeah. No, it won't even be a number. It'd just be like, say, MIB. <laughs> Yeah, right. MIB, right? That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. What does this mean? Uh, No, that's that's really great stuff right there. That's really great. Um, Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've tried it with other people, and and they like like Aaron was saying, they just are not open. I said, I said, well, you know, of course, who paid who paid for that who paid for that dossier, don't you? Who? And I told her, oh, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Well, I said, well, this is public information. I'm not making it up. It's not yeah. some insight. I, like everyone knows this. If you look for it, you can Google it even. You'll be able to find it. Oh, I don't believe that. I said, <laughs> okay. I, I, I can't work with you anymore. You're, we've reached the limit of your ability to grasp new ideas. Yep. So, you, can't, you can't force someone to believe something they're not ready to believe. <laughs> they, right. know, they don't want to yeah. believe. And anymore, yeah. Forget you about know. ETs. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. anymore you can't even google something i mean the stuff that, the well, way google's being censored now oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's why because yeah. they don't want people right. they don't want you us you know telling people things or them hearing it somewhere and then oh let me go google that and you know they finally realize right. that we start scrubbing the internet and censoring because you find this stuff yeah youtube and google the two main sources that the the masses use for information are obviously right. the most censored. So when you do try, when you are trying to explain this to somebody and they look it up, that's what's making it difficult for us because right. in, unless you can get that trigger at like you, the experience you had, if somebody really wants to go and do this research, they're not going to listen to a whistleblower, especially if they're a skeptic, they're going to want the hard information and that's just not out there right now, especially with the censorship. It is out there, but they're not going to, they're not going to buy it, you know? Right. So well, that's what I tell everyone. Duck, duck, go. Duck, duck, go. Yeah, that's yeah. your search engine of choice. What I've noticed with Google is a big tactic they do is almost every, like, conspiracy theory topic, they'll – you search for it, and almost the whole page or, like, the first four, five, six results yeah. are debunking that or, like, oh, this crazy right. conspiracy or, like, a mainstream media news right. article on it. So, so anytime anyone wants to look for it, that's the first thing they see and they go, Oh, I knew it was fake or, Oh yeah, of course. You know, <laughs> yeah. and, and then they just write it off and they think they did their research, you know? And of course, you know, right. that's not research at all. <laughs> but that's, that's a big, that's a big tactic. I know because I've done Google, many Google searches of different things and it's always like, you got to go way down to finally get like, some yeah, right. On it, you know, you got all this propaganda you got to wait through first yep. through whole page and then you gotta, yeah. You know, you said you said something that's uh, you reminded me of a scenario I always imagine playing out whenever information does come forward. Uh, so, like, I've I have many friends, uh, I won't say names, who are skeptics about a lot of this stuff, and you know, they hear me, but they don't. They're not listening. But I, I bet, you, I bet you, whenever you know shit hits a fan or when information comes out. It, it's not even going to be, I wouldn't even get a chance to say, I told you so, even though I'm not going to do that, but right. I, can, I can already see it be like, Oh, I, I knew the whole time. I, I, I believed it. I just didn't, you know, they're going to start like acting like they weren't against right. it. You see that playing out. Like, Oh, I didn't, I never said I didn't believe it. I just meant, <laughs> you know, I can see that playing out. I just with right. many people. Well. Because they don't want want to admit they they don't want to sound dumb. They don't want to admit they were wrong. So they're going to 
you know, bend the words a little bit. Uh, but whatever, it is whatever we yeah. love. Everybody. You know, we have to have we have to we have to resist being. You know, right? I told the I the I told you so. I told like, you, you yeah. effing idiot. <laughs> you know, like dude, it's good, you know, there's gonna be the urge to, <laughs> to do that, but we're gonna have yeah. to you know, have you know be like. Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> this is yeah. like this is what I found back you know, how many years ago, and like this, it's coming out now, and have compassion and and love for yeah, right. Is this the urge to better to late than never? Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And I get where people come from. You know, it's not if you go and say, you know, everything that happened on Star Trek is real. That really happened. Star Trek is a documentary, essentially. Oh yeah, right. And you know they're they're gonna laugh at you and be like, you know, or maybe you know, I'm not, I can't speak for everyone, but it makes sense <laughs> yeah. because it, that's a hard, that's really hard to to sink your teeth into, especially hearing it for the first time. Uh, it has to almost enter your consciousness. It just has to enter your life in other ways. The information has to, you know, we you have to go through the awakening process. You can't just be told and then believe. But yeah, I understand. I get why somebody wouldn't believe something like that. Uh, so, yeah. uh, any Star Trek, Star Wars, any of them? Oh yeah, yeah. No, they're all. You know, The Matrix was one of the best at waking people up to. You know, you. Someone once wrote a review of my book, Mystic Warrior, but he said it's kind of like the time when you watch The Matrix for the first time and you feel sorry for all those people who don't understand what they're really telling you here that we're yeah. living in this matrix that it's not you know it's not just a movie so yeah yeah i was in sixth grade when that movie came out and it rocked my world then and i had no idea why i just i, I, I was fascinated with that movie uh but now it makes yeah. sense so i was like oh wow well, i put it i put it in a christian perspective because i grew up I, I was that was back in my christian days you know so i was like oh yeah it's like a <laughs> so i I, I had that like thought of it, but I put it in the Christian box of like, oh, Neo is Neo is Jesus, and oh, and uh, and uh, yeah, and the entities those are like demons or Satan or whatever, and then the false reality is I still had that. That's that's one of the benefits of me growing up in Christianity is that I I at least had kind of a foundation there for like I knew this reality was like a false matrix reality uh and like there and i knew there was a spiritual world right so i i already had that at least ingrained in me i knew there was there's other forces going on there's other things going on than just what we see with our what we experience with our five senses you know so yeah it wasn't pure atheism you actually had a you actually had you know i had that base virtuality but i just had a lot of like dogmatic you know beliefs and within that that were not good obviously but yeah uh you know as as every religion does in my opinion but 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 that had that base at least so i like understood that so so that actually helped when i got out of christianity i i I knew there was a spiritual greater reality going on so that's why the spiritual information kind of came easily to me when i started stumbling across that um i was like oh yes this this definitely resonates because i already already had that you know sure sure well, there, there were some people that uh, doubted that when I said there are these demonic entities that come and attack people. And, oh, I don't believe any of that. That's like nonsense. I said, well, do you believe in the Bible? Yeah. Well, who do you think was one of the best guys that ever getting rid of casting demons out of people? Yeah. 
Oh, wow. You mean Jesus? Yeah, it's right in the Bible. They even say it. So it's not a figurative thing. It's what he does. It's what he did. Yeah. It wasn't his main message. He had to teach people love, but he was doing that. You know, no, sometimes they get too many. He'd throw them out. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I feel I'm in good company. I'm going to, you know, yeah. follow that example. Get rid so of those demonic is, beings. Oh, yeah, totally. And so much of the Bible, um, like, made it made more sense to me once I had my awakening you know, to the greater reality outside of Christianity, I went back and read things. I went back and I was like, Oh my gosh, now I see it from a greater perspective. And it's, I see what this means now. And like, um, like Jesus talks about the pineal gland. He says, if your eye, if your eye is single, your body will be full of light. Like that passage never made any sense to me. I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> and you know, there, there's like the answer they give you that doesn't really make sense. But He's like, no, he's talking about the pineal gland, <laughs> of course. All right. Like, that actually makes sense, yeah. And he talks about reincarnation, if you know how to interpret it. And he talks about, right. uh, you know, other beings, ETs and, and spirits and, you know, everything. It's all perspective. And, yeah. Perspective. Some, someone asked me, yeah, someone asked me once on one of the panels when I was on some spiritual conference. And they said, well, how will we recognize the good ETs from the bad ones? And someone gave this big, long explanation. Well, I have a book, and here I have 10 things to check on, this and that. And I said, well, I have a simple way. What's that? You will know them by their fruit. Yes. If they're telling you things that are empowering, like, a, like a, a loving parent that's trying to elevate you, not giving you everything, but making you develop so you can be self-sufficient and empowered, that's a good ET. That's a good being, good entity, whatever, yeah. in any category. If it's someone who's instilling fear, trying to scare you, or on the other hand, inflating your ego. Oh, you're the greatest ever. You're the greatest ever. Don't listen to anyone. You're just so great. You're great, great, great. Yeah. That's another one. It's, it's fake. So yep. you know them by their fruit. If they're like a loving parent trying to elevate you, just like it was taught that he taught, then you're in the right ballpark and simple. Yeah. Simple explanation. When you just said that somebody I know popped into my head and the light bulb just went off. Uh, I, just, <laughs> I knew that concept, but it's, yeah, it's just like, whoa, okay, and that makes a lot of sense now. Uh, something, something I thought of earlier when you were talking about people don't want to believe in like the demons and stuff, you know, it's okay when you're giving them good news, but when you talk about the demons, and it, right. reminds, yeah. it reminds me of a, I always do this because I grew up watching Seinfeld. There's an episode where... Yes. Where George is like, uh, <laughs> he's like, I always knew God would punish me. And Jerry goes, I thought you didn't believe in God. He goes, and he goes, well, I do for the bad things. <laughs> I remember that. So it, it's, it's just funny because it, I, I don't know. It's just for some reason that popped into my head whenever you were talking. So one other thing I want to touch on with you, Ed, is... Um, is Q. Uh, you know, we talked about it. Obviously, you know, you try to put me on the spot and make me answer the question. <laughs> Who's Q? Uh, right. Uh, so, uh, and obviously, you know, we all, I think we all three have an understanding of, of what it is, but uh, uh, what's your take on, on Q? Uh, right. On Q in general, what's happening right now? You yeah, know, yeah, no. Uh, I mean, Q is a group, small group of mostly military intelligence people that get together that they knew they had to be able to wake up the 
people, not, not the, everyone in the world, not 50%, a small group of devoted people that can think for themselves to help uh, usher in this new, the, the new reality, to change the belief system of, of people here. You can't rely on the media. If we had the media was even neutral, we would already be done. Every, the bad guys would be in prison and everyone would be already, you know, totally. cheering. Totally. Oh, yeah. But they're not. They're, that's the last bastion of, of the evil. They, they are clinging to that, those mainstream news channels. And people ask me, well, which, which news station should I w- listen to? And I say, none of them. None. Said, what do you mean? I said, it's like asking... Which cigarette should I use to improve my health? <laughs> None of them. That's a great analogy. They all, they all give you cancer. So just don't watch them. You know, like Mark Twain said, if you don't watch the news, you'll be uninformed. If, if you, you watch the news, you'll be misinformed. misinformed. Yep. <laughs> uh, he, he said it with newspapers before you could watch it. You had to read it. But that still applies today. Absolutely. You. you and, but once you have that framework, like we all have now, of, of how the world is kind of structured, then when you see events, even if you see them in the mainstream news, you know, with their bias, what likely what really did happen. So you have to read a little bit between the lines, but you need that basic framework that most people don't have yet. But the other thing is we don't need the vast majority of people to have that initially. We just need a small group of dedicated people, truth tellers and podcasts like you that are the, the new news that tell people what's really going on and if you awaken a few key people they're going to be more valuable than a hundred of the you know, walking walking dead oh yeah exactly, exactly. And, and there's certain people who are you know we like you said you, uh, those negative entities had to con- i had a contract with them but you know we could, we could also have a contract with definitely you know a higher the higher beings as well positive beings and it could be in our contract to to wake up and be to be on the front lines of this disclosure and like right. said, the key people well, are... well, yeah when I, when I say you had a contract you should make this clear it was probably from another lifetime and you may have used them to do some things that weren't good and in this lifetime they would have come to you and they say hey Tyler if you do these evil things we're going to help you and you say okay well sign me up if you're evil but you're not you were a good guy. And so they made your life more difficult than it had to be. And that's, those are the kind of people that come to me. I don't understand why I have so much bad luck. I don't know. Well, here, you got some entities on you. Let me get rid of that. You were cursed. Let me get rid of that. And then all of a sudden their whole life changes. I mean, that happened to me when I went to my, my Sophie, I couldn't believe what the bad luck I had. I had that background, venture capital, entrepreneur. I knew what I was doing and I was hardworking and, and, de- and motivated and I just had 45 deals in a row that didn't work. Some were minor, but some of them were big, big deals. And I can't, how could I have such bad luck? And she didn't explain it as clearly as I'm explaining it here, but basically I was cursed. And when she took the curse away, everything became easier again. It's like, wow, life wow. is way easier than it had to be. And that's what happens with people when they yeah. get these curses removed. You know, it's, it's a minority of people, but when they're removed, they, they can explode. They can skyrocket in consciousness and just an accomplishment what they do with their life. Well, then I'm on my I'm on the right track after tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's yeah. a good yep. start. Yeah. No, absolutely. No, that's uh, that's 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 so empowering. I, I have a list of people this long. I'm gonna send your way right after <laughs> up tonight. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. I'm like, um, you guys are all being attacked. Go to this guy. Like, call him right hey, make sure you pay him though <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> take all this time Please. yeah so uh 
and, and I was what I wanted to talk about with Q is how so you know the, this whole Epstein thing. Q was talking about this in November of of 2017, and I reread the Q post, and right. it was it was all laid out. They told you everything stuff that they still aren't even talking about in the news. You know details and information and names and stuff. Uh, so you know, this to me is like a huge Q proof, and it just solidifies solidifies if any if any people have any doubt you know even though i don't know how you could with q if you really know what it is yeah right uh but it's it's uh i think it's a super cool time it's a super cool time uh, that's my message is this is the greatest time in, in history for the last two thousand years to be to be living on earth to watch this transformation totally and it goes along with your other your question about disclosure it's more likely than instead of a fifth density or sixth density ship rematerializing in third density, it's more likely we move up to fifth density and then we can see them with our eyes yeah. the same way we can see things in third density. Yeah. And we live as spiritual beings. We already live on all these different densities and it's a function of where do you place your awareness, like yeah. the radio tuner, where do you place your awareness when now we're in 3D, we're, we're seeing our, with our eyes, we're at five regular senses. When you go to sleep, you're not using those regular senses and yet you can see people, feel them, meet with them. Time is different. It's more malleable in the fourth density, fifth density. Things are more simultaneous. So yeah, as we move up there, we already exist in, in those densities. All of them are, are already, but as we move up in higher consciousness, we spend more time on those higher densities. And when you spend more time there, then you can see and sense these higher density beings that don't bother with the 3D world for the most part. So, you know, you can say, uh, you say you work with a lot of these beings. Uh, I'm just curious if you've had any, like, I don't want to say physical contact because I, I doubt that, but ha have you had any other, aside, aside from your healings, like any just like personal experiences that have just rattled you to or you still don't even know what might have happened? Uh, do you have anything like that that's going on? Well, the, the example I would give when I was relatively young in my spiritual uh, understanding, I would have, I would go to sleep and I wake up with bruises, you know, especially on my legs. And then I realized later that I, what I was doing was fighting these reptilians on the lower astral realm, which is where they like to hang out. And uh, literally we'd be having fights. And I, and sometimes because it's, it's so close to the physical realm, it would show up in the physical body much more readily than, than the higher level fights. But what happens in these, you know, just like on earth, we have physical battles, we have political battles, we have, uh, legal battles when in the higher realms you have spiritual battles and whoever when you get into this consensual reality like in a dream state the one who can go to the higher level he or she can dictate what happens in that consensual reality so whoever goes to the higher level wins the battle and back then i couldn't go it was i was at the same level or just in roughly the same area and so we would have i would get beaten up a lot now i'm a much higher level now there's no more fighting like that I could be like the Matrix. I could pick one of those up and throw them across the room, just like you know, Neo, you know, through Agent Smith or whatever. You know, that's that's how how it works, and that's yeah. another motivation to elevate your consciousness and to raise your vibration. Man, so you're nice. Neo. You didn't tell us that. <laughs> well, it's the same thing. That's just, the Matrix yeah. has got a lot more truth in it than most people ever understand. And I never believe. And I never even, yeah. and I understood the concept of it, but I never actually thought of the physical martial arts 
martial arts aspect of it being a potential reality in another realm as far it just makes a lot of sense uh and there's a lot of light bulbs going off tonight for me so. <laughs> oh good well for all your viewers millions yeah. of viewers will also get it that'd be awesome yeah to know there's hope and to not just the light at the end of the tunnel we're coming up on the end of the tunnel and it's going to be bright daylight and uh we got guide guide of q to help us look for what's coming up in advance so keep your eyes open things are changing all for the better yes yep yes let's let's uh let's go ahead and uh start wrapping it up and do you have a message to continue off of what you were just saying for everybody everybody listening what can you leave us with uh, yeah, these are the most exciting times in, in history for the last 2,000 years at least. We, we went through a period like this in Atlantis where things got screwed up. And the people from Atlantis, many of us, many of you listening, were from there and we vowed never to have that happen again. So now we're here today and we're making sure that doesn't happen again. The, the whole earth is, humanity is going to be uplifted. All the negative beings, for the most part, on the higher planes are gone. And we're doing the mop-up operations for the people on earth. The, the human incarnate uh, ETs who are here trying to har harm our planet and harm the humanity are, will soon be wrapped up. So look for all good things to happen. Um, yeah, we're, definitely. we're in a great period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Bright great times year. ahead. Uh, pay attention, everybody. Keep your eyes open. Don't watch the news. If you do understand that you, <laughs> yeah. you might not be getting the truth. Uh, every once in a while, we do see a snippet of something that, like, oh, I'm surprised it ended up on mainstream. But, but uh, that's about that's about Fox, it. Fox seems to have a couple people that are maybe yeah, there are a handful. Yeah, like Tucker yeah. Carlson. Yeah, yeah, but they're the only one that I see that has. And, and, and they're they're a couple two yeah, they, people. Yeah, they're um, limited as well. When oh, they yeah. talked about the the you know all the shooters that are conducting these false flags were on psych psychotropic drugs or whatever the, the correct term is, but they're all drugs. It's like yeah. someone want to bring that up. We can't talk about that. And they change the subject, cut to a commercial. We can't yeah. talk about that. As we can tell a little bit of truth, but not that much. Not that much. So they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. But, but I, what I've heard is that like the Alliance is working with a couple people at Fox to get some stuff out there. And Tucker, Tucker Carlson's one of them, and I forget who else, but um, uh, Hannity, well, Hannity does Hannity. some good job, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Hannity. Yeah, he comes up with some good stuff too. Yeah, yeah, both of them, I think, I think are. It seems like the alliance is like feeding them information at least. Um, but they're at least they're at least putting out some truthful stuff. I know that's that's for sure. So, but yeah, most most mainstream media though is just completely, you know. Hey, just go, go ahead of what they're saying and you'll get pretty close to the truth is what is what i always say yeah the opposite right the opposite yeah. <clears throat> do you notice that uh tucker carlson and hannity all stuff so this stuff isn't on like primetime news when people no. tune in. when people tune in you know it's in the off hours mm -hmm. so you know that's obviously for a reason they're not putting it on at four o'clock news five o'clock well, they, they won't let them probably do that yeah yeah. So, so that's the that's the news we're talking about. That primetime news, you know. Yeah. That's the stuff that you turn on, and there's you know there's a shooting, there's a, a store was robbed, a massive car accident. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this this person right. died. You know. And, and most of it's negative. Yeah. Walmart was robbed. <laughs> yeah. 
it's all fear, fear, fear. Yeah. And and then coming up, uh, Kim Kardashian had bought a new yeah. kitten. Yeah, new and then, new and butt then, implants. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, uh, so is there, uh, do you want to uh, let people know how they can reach you? How to, if they want to book a session, uh, they want to get your books, you know? Sure. Uh, just visit energycenterclearing.com. And the service that I provide, the, my best one is the higher self integration. It's on the top menu. But energy, if you go to energycenterclearing.com, you'll get a free Escaping the Matrix audio book. You can get that signing up for my newsletter. And, or just the Energy Center Clearing. Uh, mp3 or cd also will help clear out your energy center so you can connect with your higher will prepare you to connect with your higher self if you want a private session with me that's the higher self integration so go to energycenterclearing.com and you can read all about this and read about me as well all right yeah and we will definitely link those in the description they're already linked on youtube i believe uh, i mean that youtube facebook um beautiful yeah all right. So I guess with that, we'll just go ahead and wrap it up. Thanks so much for coming on. It was a true pleasure. Yeah. Uh, it was. Thank, uh, thanks for, yeah. Thanks for, yeah. From a cursory meeting at the East City Ranch to coming on your show. It's a great, great little journey here. Yeah, absolutely. It, uh, I'm so glad to have gotten a chance to talk to you and uh, get to know you a little better. You know, we only just right. briefly passed each other in these settings. <laughs> That's uh, perfect. No, it's, it's been truly an honor, and thank you. Uh, everybody listening, make sure you go and check out his work, check out his books. Clearly, if you've listened to this podcast, you can tell he's a fascinating individual. <laughs> uh, very, very talented. Um, I did a 25-minute NASCAR pit stop cl clearing. You know. <laughs> We're all going in laps around the world. You just stop and do a pit stop with him, and you go on your way. Um, anyway, so I guess we'll just uh, wrap it up with that. Make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, check it out, everybody. Good night. Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>